Welcome. Okay, I'm going to give a quick recap of the last episode, and then we'll get down to brass tacks. Good, it's been so long. It has been, it's been so bit. long. So, in the last episode, the party made their way into the abbey, and under the guise of offering medical assistance to some parishioners, made their way into some of the back rooms of the abbey. Uh, Krogash, uh, what's, what word am I, snuck, I was trying to say sluck, but that wasn't it, so snuck, (laughs) snuck away to, uh, perform his nefarious dealings, and, uh, Kitty, uh, got turned invisible to investigate the inner workings of the Abbey, and Kitty descends to a different level, uh, of the building, and is able to see uh, some cells where prisoners are being held. Uh, She finds the office of the friar. She finds the room of magical artifacts. Or, pardon me, the repository of magical artifacts. And she also locates a pair of laboratories where various magical projects are being worked on. The party is currently hiding in a glorified broom closet and kind of trying to make themselves as (laughs) inconspicuous as possible. We all forgot that we were supposed to be a distraction and just spent some time just hiding in a broom closet waiting for the competent woman to give us instructions. So that wasn't the smartest. (laughs) And there's also a robot too, right? There is a construct of some variety on okay. the on the bottom level. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I have no memory of that. Oh yeah, that's right. I didn't like interact. No, so. no, you were no. you were hidden, it was but uh, it was patrolling one of the laboratories. Yeah. Um, and to conclude the episode, Krogash was discovered while breaking into the office of the friar. And they and made an announcement about that, like on the PA system or something, right? Correct. And the and uh, the chapel the friar uh, told told the monks, told the abbey dwellers to prepare for combat. And the abbey is now on high alert. So. And how far is that office that he broke into from the closet that we're in right now? Uh, it's, it's probably like 150 to 200 feet. You have to go down a hallway and then down a flight of stairs and then past all of the cells. So is Kitty closer to it than we are? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm like right by it. I think you're right by it. I think we left off with you hiding in one of the laboratories, but I could be wrong. I think I believe so. so that yeah. sounds like a thing we would I do. Don't, I don't listen to our podcast, so I don't know. Wasn't Kitty standing outside of a door that she couldn't get into or something? So I was like by the magical repository. Oh, that's that's actually that's a good point. The magical repository door had like a magical lock on it. That's right. Uh, that's with right. with like some yeah. pretty heavy duty iron bars. Um. And then, uh, audience, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. Also, it's been a like, while. 
Wait. It's been a while. We don't listen to our own podcast. That's abundantly clear. That should be clear <laughs> to everyone by now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, has this let's, episode let's... come out yet for us to listen to? Well, yeah, that's well, true. Let's, re- we also, let's rephrase this We episode. also record these several sessions before they actually come out. So even if we did listen to our own podcast, it wouldn't be that useful. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's do it. So... So the announcement comes on the PA system, and Red, who has been waiting by the door, ear to the door, very desperate to not be in a closet, is just going to turn to the others in the closet and say, all, all right, it's time to go. What about Kitty? And uh, exit the closet. Uh, no, Red, 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 wait, don't come back, come back, come back, come back. No, I'm already gone. Let, let's... <laughs> So you left the closet? (laughs) I want to see what's out there. Do you? Tired of this. Okay. Tired of this closet. I've lived in a closet for a while, and I no longer would like to live in a closet. Let me be free. Okay. No one's going to say no to that. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Well, (laughs) okay. Um, I don't think you can. Roll initiative. (laughs) Oh, Oh, fuck. All of us? Just red. Listen, here's the thing. I will I can <laughs> I I can justify this. We were supposed to be a distraction so that Krogash could get in there. And we forgot to do that. And that is what Red is attempting to do. Aren't we also still in disguise too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. Uh I can still roll initiative. Uh You had to roll persuasion first. Yeah, actually, you're going to have to do that. Um, Roll what? So you exit the room, and almost instantly you run slap bang into one of the monks who is walking outside. Uh, An elven woman who you, like, you have some velocity, so you, like, bowl her over completely. She's like, ah, what the fuck? What? Uh, uh, I are, I reach you... down to help her up and go. We are we are monks allowed to curse? I I didn't know we could do that. Of course we're allowed to fucking curse. What's the point of joining the order if we can't fucking curse? All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go see what the commotion's about. Bye. And I try to run off. <laughs> <laughs> you hear in the background. Well, fuck you too. Did. <laughs> It, does she follow me? What happens to me? <laughs> uh, she does not follow you. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, I'm going to turn and look at Herman and uh, Hattie Anderson and say, well, what, what do we do now? Well, we can't let him go out there alone. <laughs> I, I agree with that statement, but... Uh, okay and I actually before we leave I'm going to turn and look at base and I'm going to say go follow red let me know if you see anything and I kind of open the door a crack and let him out good idea let me roll to see if he actually listens to me okay Hey, yeah, he actually listens to me today. Nice. Neat. Um, and then I'm going to say, oh, okay, so do we c- 
cause a distraction the other way, or do we just try and go help Krogash? Um, I mean, first we should probably find Red and uh, Kitty and go from there, right? Yeah, should we use the 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 headset, the hand, the the radio? Oh, yeah, we yes. <laughs> forgot about that part. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But Red doesn't have a radio. Red <laughs> ran out without anything. Oh, yeah, that's so a good point. We should... We're kind of... <laughs> Dear okay. God. So how about y- you... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I turn on the radio. And Treble's smart enough to know that he has to speak quietly because he doesn't want Kitty to get heard by just... he's inv- She's invisible, so doesn't want just some random voice going off somewhere so he's gonna very quietly speak into it and be like, kitty do you hear me kitty she, do you she's hear not gonna, me she's not gonna say anything she's hiding where there are people around are there people around you yes so yeah there's i'm uh, in two laboratories or in one of the laboratories that are both full of people so in the lab yeah in in the laboratory that you're currently in, um, there is a gnome woman who is kind of carved and carved, garbed in uh, protective gear. So like a like that white kind of almost leather like clinical apron that people use when handling hazardous material. Uh, there's also a Triton man garbed in the same way, and there's a construct who is making rounds. So, there are definitely entities. Okay, so uh, if he doesn't hear anything, and since he doesn't, he's going to, okay, look at the other two and say, here we go. And he opens the door and, god damn it, heads out after Red. As we walk out of the uh, broom closet, Okay. I try try and play it off all cool, but I told you there were no brooms in there. They're in the other storage closet down the hall. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Down the hall. We'll go down the hall to get these brooms. (laughs) As soon as that that, uh, radio started making sound, she like shoved it in her shirt. Like it was already probably like kind of hidden by her, but she's, like, trying to hide it in her fur and her boobs. (laughs) Like, shut the fuck up, you fucking idiots. (laughs) Uh, Kitty, uh, what are you... Are you looking at anything in particular in this room? Well, I remember I was listening to what those guys were saying, and then the, like, what upset me is they were, like, just talking about normal stuff. Um... And then they the announcement came, so I think she was just trying to hide to then get back upstairs because I don't think she can get that mas- or repository open. But that's what we need to get into. I would mm. like to make a, no way a correction. Dispelling. They were not talking about normal stuff. They were talking about jump camp, <laughs> which is oh. actually very interesting stuff. Continue. I- um, but I, but I mean, normal, like, things about their life, not about how they're evil people who are probably experimenting or making evil things. Right. 
where they're just constantly monologuing about how they are doing terrible things. Like, remember that time that we spread anthrax through that... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't giving me anything good. They were talking about Jump Camp. I wasn't going to bring up Jump Camp. Talking about but now Jump Camp has been brought back Talking up. about the cherished memories from Jump Camp. All the friends they made <laughs> along the way. Like, weren't they going to send their kid to Jump Camp or something? Yeah, they don't like their kid very much. <laughs> it's like that sports dad that's like, they never live up to what their you know, the dad's like. I was a, I was the blue rib, w- ribbon winner at jump camp. You better go to jump camp. No, dad, I just want to go to dance camp. My son will never go to dance camp. But it's my dream. It's my dream that you go. No, dad, it's your dream. Or something like that. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing like anti-kid commercials for jump camp. It's like, are you sick of your kids being around? Send them to jump camp. <laughs> It's totally like a holes scenario where it's like it's advertised at this place that's not that bad, but it's like just a bunch of kids in a desert jumping. <laughs> okay. Sorry, audience. You you missed the talk earlier about Henry doesn't like the movie Holes. Henry hates Holes so much. It's a perfect and I will never film. Let him live that down. I'm not doing. It's do- a very it's good, so good movie. I, I, I just, I didn't mean to start this. I just brought it up. No, let's continue. It's the Schindler's <laughs> List of movies about people digging holes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And moving on. Well, that was something. That that really, that hit me out of left oh, field. That was, that, was, so that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, at the, ri- <laughs> moving on from, from Schindler's List. Um, <laughs> okay, so you have now started to go uh, down that hall. Um, are all of you going at this point? Hattie's just going to kind of go with the group, so unless unless you I mean, direct her to do... The group is work. Herman and can I. You, oh, you're right. Can so, I explain what I am attempting to do? I would love to hear what you think you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that there are people, like guards, rushing towards the um, place where the Krogash is. Um, I would like to sort of follow that crowd of people who are like rushing there to try to help with that situation and then um, cast like a silent image in another area that they can see away from that to kind of distract them away from that room. Okay. What would you like to cast? What does it look like? Uh let me look at my abilities under silent image really quick. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna say that it looks like, um, a sugar glider playing basketball. Mm, uh, you know what? It says it can be an object or a creature or some other visible phenomenon. I'm gonna say it looks like, um, a floating, flying angelic being that someone would be tempted to follow some kind of weird angel fey thing uh that's like glowing and 
it looks like something you would want to follow and investigate. Some sexy glowing angel. Yeah, I, a really sexy Dan, angel. Dan, Christianity taught me never to trust yeah, angels. Yeah, well, so. they're going to find that out when they follow it and find out it's a <laughs> I, I know this isn't what you intended, but all I have in my mind is the ghost of Christmas past it's from that. the Muppets. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know what, I changed my mind. It is the ghost of Christmas past from the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. <laughs> it's Red's favorite movie. Nice. Moving on. Um, okay, you can cast that. Okay, and... so can you can you describe like when I follow the people towards the room? Like, is there a good spot that they can see like down the hall from the room that I can cast it? Because I can cast it um, up to uh, sixty feet away from me. So. You are coming from the bottom left-hand corner, so you're coming down a hall, you're right next to the cloistered kind of covered walkway that goes all the way around the abbey. Going to the right, you go down a flight of stone steps, and then there are a number of cells, which are the alcoves that you can see. Uh, You can't really make out who's in them. Uh, and then the there is an office on the left, which is labeled Office of the Friar, which is where they seem to be going. And then there is another office on the right, which has the wooden door with the thick iron bars and the magical lock on it. Okay. Labeled RMA. I am going to run with the group towards the friar's office. I assume there's a group of guards or monks or whatever running there because they were told to. There are a number of hooded figures running with you, yes. Okay, so I'm going to run with them there, and then I'm going to cast the silent image 60 feet away down the way that I came, like way down that hallway, and then like point at it and be like, look, what's that? So, so where Treble and Herman are coming from is what you're saying? I didn't know they followed me. <laughs> that's, that's great. Ah. This is about going about as smooth as expected. I love it when a plan falls apart. Uh, <laughs> Red's you don't got g- plans. He's got impulses. I, I see that. I see that. I, I see that. Now, um, you get about six guards, six monks, rather, to run off in that direction. Okay. I can make the thing, like, move around, too. So I'm going to make it seem like it's moving in dark. Do you have to maintain light of sight to control it? Or can you, like, give it instructions and kind of leave it to do its thing? Um... You can, it says you can use your action to cause the image to move to any spot within range. So as long as it's still within that 60 feet, um, as it changes location, it can alter its appearance so that the movements, uh, appear natural for the image. So basically I'm just using actions to control it as long as it's staying within that 60 feet. Okay. And I can do this for up to 10 minutes. But it is not a physical thing, so if people try to physically interact with it, it that's gonna, I mean, gotcha. they're gonna tell that it's an illusion. Okay. Um, 
Well, you, as I mentioned, you, about six, six monks or guards run off in that direction. Okay. Can I, while they are running off, uh, get a look at what's going on in the office with Krogash? So the door is cracked open. Um, as you come up to it, though, the door is, like, yanked open from the inside. And emerging from the office is another construct who is holding Krogash by the neck. The construct is about probably eight and a half feet tall or so. And kind of, I'll do another description of what the constructs down here look like. Um, Kind of this steel gray and gold inlay. Uh, their heads are almost like a stylized bishop's hat, so they're very tall and conical. Um, and marked, again, with, like, a steel gray and gold symbol. Um, and this particular one is also holding a censer in its other hand, like an incense holder, um... But it is firmly grasped Krogash around the neck, and you can see that he's kind of struggling for breath. Firmly grasp! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, continue. As you're you're observing this, you see the friar come up. And he kind of pushes past you, and he's a goliath, so he's, he's pretty sizable. But he pushes past you, and says a command word to the construct and the construct drops Krogash which is sort of a pointless gesture because immediately the friar picks him up in the same way and starts beating him against the wall Oh, and well. you can hear because you're not that far away you can hear him interrogating are there any more with you? thunk what is your name? thunk and this continues so I would love to put a stop to that, if I could. Okay. You'd, lo- you'd love you? to put a stop to it. Will you actually put a stop <laughs> to it? That's the I, big question. I have an important question. Does anyone remember if I long rested before I came here? Oh, no. for... F- <laughs> I mean, we we took a long rest before we all came. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah this no. Did I? Yes, it was like a couple. It was like a couple days later, wasn't it? Like we didn't go straight from the underground to here, right? Well, I think you you had you had at least you had at least one day, Uh, because I'm pretty sure that when um, Frankie Fourfingers gave you the info on the job, he said that you're going tomorrow. So you had at least one day. Yeah. That did I cast any spells last session? Um, not to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Alright. I would recommend saving your spells, because I think we're gonna have to fight. I think we are, but I think this is one of the guys we're gonna have to fight, probably. (laughs) Um, How many people, aside from this bishop, are around red? Around red, there are three monks. Um, So it's three monks, the construct, and then the... Friar. I said bishop. It's it's okay. The religious figure. 
um, They're of undetermined people. office. Uh, the friar, three monks, uh, technically two constructs. There was one actually in the office, and then there's one that's outside patrolling the laboratories. But okay, you don't. Right. But the one that's patrolling, you do not see currently. Um, I'm still dressed as a monk, right? Unless you've also decided to take off your monk garb, then yes, you're <laughs> you're still dressed as a monk. Then run around in your boxers <laughs> again. Yeah, that's true. I would like to try not using a spell for once in my goddamn life, um, because I only have two of them. And uh, can I? Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm not the bard, but I'm going to deceive this fellow. Or attempt to. Uh, I'm dressed as a monk, and I would like to be like, uh, Sir, they, uh, they're escaping out the back. Uh, I, I saw them. We have to send people. This is very similar to a Star Wars scenario. Listen. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll deception. All right. Don't fail me now. Failed me now. Oh, it failed me now. Oh, no. I have a plus four, but I rolled a three. (laughs) I got a seven. The friar looks at you and says, the back of of where exactly? We're on a cliff. They're escaping down the cliff. (laughs) Climbing ropes. (laughs) Somebody get our young friend here some wine. I think that... I think that perhaps they're uh, they're having a fit of hysteria. Bye. <laughs> it's time to cast Misty Step. Bye. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Don't they, do they magic did. in front of them. They didn't no. make you. No, I, I can only teleport 30 feet with that, so it's not actually a very good use of it. So, no, but I am going to um exit. <laughs> okay. The friar shakes his head like, what the fuck was that? Like, just to himself. Like, oh, okay, well. I guess it's, it's, these sorts of things tend to happen on the night that I have a worship service. The friar reaches into, like, his, his priestly vestments, his frock, his robe, if you will, and pulls out a small handheld radio. And he speaks into it, uh, Typhurian here. Are there any tears teams on site? Uh, and he gets some sort of response. You can't quite make out what it is. Um, he's like, and apparently neither can he. Cause like, uh, say again. And you hear <laughs> tears team returning ETA ten minutes, and then you hear. And then he asks, uh, which team is it? And you hear, uh, looks like Team Mantis is returning after patrol. And he's like, thank you. And he puts the radio back in his in his vestments. All right, at this point, where's everybody else? Can they see me? Do they know what I've done here? Much like John Cena, I suspect they can't see you. <laughs> I I don't know. I really just wanted to work that joke in. I I would like to check in with everyone else now while I think about what I've done. 
<laughs> I would like to. I would like to stop and think about. <laughs> Roll for I need, reminiscence. I need an attitude adjustment. Um. So just give me a second. <laughs> Is there a, a lake that Red can look into and calmly reflect on the decisions? <laughs> and then some. You know, like. Hello from the other side. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd like. Adele is canonically a part of this universe. <laughs> She's a bard. No, I was picturing, like, uh, from Arrested Development. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> that's actually me. I'm Job. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Uh, so, yeah, do we run into that being that Red created and sent down towards uh, you us. You would, yeah. As we're... And I'm assuming we also run into these other monks. You do, but they're not really paying any attention to you. To yeah. Us. Okay. I mean, you're wearing monk robes and you're running towards where the incident occurred. They're not really going to think twice about that. Are the, so are I the assume people like... in the lab I am in, have they cared at all about what's happening i'm glad you asked so both of the lab <laughs> workers uh have kind of rem they were wearing like protective headgear like goggles and like a face covering with a with an air filter on it mm -hmm. one of them looks quite familiar in fact uh looking a little more than a little like a gnome woman you you may know from your building You you may recognize uh, the very shocked the shocked face and expression of Mabel Thornhart. What? What the what? fuck? What? Get the fuck out what? of here! What? 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 Excuse me? What? I'm just gonna let that marinate. What the? F what, what the fuck? She, she is dead. I, she, I. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Nate, goddamn it! <laughs> Nate's posting gifts in our secret chat, <laughs> and so is Henry. <laughs> Me right now. I'll post a screenshot of these gifts just to Twitter so that our audience can. <laughs> I have waited for this moment for such a long time. The great deception. Thirty years. Thirty years of deception. The bluffs. The double bluffs. The triple bluffs. It all led to this moment. We. We. You. Uh. What? <laughs> Only Kitty no, knows because, this. No, because... No, because Red tried to spare the dying. And it didn't work because she was dead. I hope this is one of those shitty plot twists where it's just a twin. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Sable Thornheart. <laughs> it didn't work because uh, she was dead. We do live in a magic world where people can come back from the dead. I'm not there. Only Kitty knows this. Up! Uh, well, I, there. Mm, 
I will say this just so that you don't think it's a shitty plot twist. It's not a twin. Um, I knew you would do that to us. It's... Did you? Yes. <laughs> yes. At least I hope so. Henry's just in it for the shitty plot twists. Didn't you know that? It's just always a twin in amnesia. <laughs> just always. It was all a dream. Yeah, we're all we're yeah. all doing memento over and over and over again. Oh my god. What the, what the actual fuck, Henry? I'm, I can't I'm, I can't I tell what to... just re- trying to read the room. I don't know if this was a good twist or a bad one. So just No, it's good, but I I have feelings. It's a twist. Yeah, that makes twist? me Yeah. Um, we don't know what to do with our emotions. Fucking... Well, only one of you has to figure out what to do with what to do with their emotions right now. Yeah, the rest shitty. of you can sort of ruminate on that until you get to a place where you can confront Kitty's your like emotions. on a time crunch <laughs> to figure out what to do with this information. All eyes um, on you. Okay, so that's what you see. Uh, you also notice that while they've taken off their protective gear, um, they appear to be conversing with one another. So the Triton man and apparently Mabel Thornhart. Um, the construct that was patrolling in the other laboratory has moved to the sort of, to the hallway between the laboratories and has like sort of a halberd and appears to be blocking the way. Um, is blocking the way towards the office or towards the upstairs? Uh, towards the office. But, so let's see here. Um, does the construct look more like the Terminator or more like Johnny Five? Oh god, now I have to look up to remind myself what Johnny 5 looks like. Uh... It's not gonna look like Johnny 5. Johnny 5 had, like, treads and a little robot head and hands, and he goes, Johnny 5 is alive! <laughs> Constructs kind of look like a suit of armor, yeah. right? But they have, ah. like, the, the creepy bishop's hat. Correct. So, if you can imagine... Closer to something like this. Ooh. Ooh. Do not like. So, wearing priestly robes uh, in kind of a dark green color, uh, flat green all the way across. They have silver pauldrons, so shoulder armor, and they have sort of a chest piece which has... uh, the 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 abbey's uh symbol etched into it and perhaps most disconcertingly the silver face piece uh has like a tear carved into it kind of like that helmet from the gladiator and gladiator which is maybe too deep of a cut um and then a very tall almost conical uh, metal piece jutting up about a foot to a foot and a half above their head and then holding the sensor which contains either incense or some other sort of smoking substance something to really chill the vibe in the room yeah some of that good could <laughs> it's the dollar store how good could it be? Um. <laughs> they look like bad robot angels. Like if a 
if a, like a Christmas ornament angel turned into a robot and then started attacking you, a la like early Doctor Who, um, that's what this would be. Okay, so <sighs> she doesn't know what to do or feel because she feels really betrayed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, Mabel. Fuck. Should we check um, in with our other team members? What are y'all yeah, doing? Yeah, go. Uh, uh, let me ruminate on that and go check on uh, the the boys. Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> Let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> um. So I must. Uh... Okay. So we're turning the corner as the angel illusion turns the corner, right? Is that roughly where we're at, Henry? Yes, that is, that's my understanding. Okay, so as we turn the corner and the illusion turns the corner, Herman sees the illusion and goes, Oh shit, it's another ghost! And then as the ghost passes <laughs> through me, I start looking around. Herman! Am I gonna die? Am I gonna die? Herman, Herman, you have to calm down. Herman, it's okay. It's okay. God, Her- why are there so many ghosts? Herman, you have a last name. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Do I? Who am I? Who am uh, I? Okay. Okay. So the and is the the ghost proceeding just past us? I don't know how far it's. It going. can only be sixty feet away from me at the most. Um. So I think it's sticking around that like corner of the hallway and just sort of like going around that area kind of wafting around but not going too far away because it can only be 60 or it's just floating there staring at me isn't it mocking me (laughs) it's floating around (laughs) with my sort of actions to make it seem real okay so i think i would be like oh that's super weird uh why don't you guys look into that uh we'll head down this way uh and go find the boss i said come on and i quickly head down the the pathway where red was going herman's doing a straight up scooby-doo runaway (laughs) (laughs) where you like jump into the air (laughs) (laughs) like yoinks herman like yoinks jinkies um okay so you make your way down uh down this flight of stairs um and you make your way past the cells. Um, Treble, are you... Mm, go ahead and roll Perception. I would definitely kind of take a peek in these cells. Especially if... The, is there anybody, like, in that hallway of cells? Uh, there's, like, a monk who's sort of standing guard, but he's not really paying attention to anything. Like, yeah. Okay. How close are we to Red at this point? Probably about 60 feet from Red. (laughs) If you're by the ghost, you're probably 60 feet away from Red. (laughs) So, especially if there's nobody looking around, Treble's going to look at these cells as a potential escape route, should he need it, if he needs to cause, like, a scene. Uh. Let some of these people out. So he's going to kind of take a look in and see if there's... As quickly as he can, but as, like, he's going to kind of look in each one and, like, take a quick scan and see what he sees. Okay. So. It went well, it sounds Do I Do I get, like, 
advantage because the guy's distracted. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I, was say, I can distract the guy dare, while you look at the cells. Dare I ask what you rolled? Uh, I mean, it's just it's just a ten. I mean, but... if all you're doing is like doing a, uh, you know what? Sure, go ahead and roll it again. Oh, yeah. you, you, I shouldn't have had you roll in the first hard. place, but <laughs> I rolled the same thing. Oh, okay, well, this is a comedy of errors. Uh, one of the prisoners that you notice is a minotaur. That's it. Mm. So, act accordingly. Excellent. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. Um, quickly. Is there? I I know Treble would know, but is there a? hand gesture of sorts for the cloven hook coalition that they would know um if there is one you wouldn't know it okay okay so yeah then we'll just i will make a mental note of that and which cell that minotaur is in and i will then continue down towards towards where red's at okay just for the record, I ran in the same direction as Treble. Ah, uh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a good thank you. because I thought you just ran back up the stairs. You were like, book this? No, the, go- the ghost passed through me, so then it was behind me, and so I kept running the same direction we were going. So as you all, as you arrive, um, uh, the father makes like an, or- an intricate sign in the air and then his voice seems to be amplified because you can hear it reverberating off of the walls. Uh, kind of the same way that like the PA system did. And you hear, Siblings of the Great Chapel, there are intruders in our midst. Find them for me and bring them here so I may bless them appropriately. That sounds rough. I, I'm yeah, not a fan of that. Like I don't that. want that blessing. Zero out of ten would not. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear the sound of singing. Deep, vibration-heavy singing. No, you don't. Never you don't hear that. You up. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> Damn it, brother Rick! (laughs) (laughs) Who gave the microphone to brother Brother Rick? Rick? God damn it! He rolled us again. (laughs) (laughs) You'll you'll come to find out, brother Rick is actually like the chief inquisitor of all tears teams, (laughs) only called in for very special assignments. He's the uh, Christoph. Uh, what's his name? Christoph something Waltz? from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, Christoph, thank you. <laughs> Christoph Waltz. That's a bingo. Um, when, so when, when Father Typhurian has finished saying this, um, a number of monks, well, the monks that are with you uh, begin to disperse throughout the abbey. Um, the other thing that happens is almost all of the lights go out. Mm, I'm not a fan of that. Um, the father at this point is still holding Krogash by the neck and turns and looks at him and his eyes begin to glow 
uh, the father's eyes begin to glow kind of a spectral green color. Nope, 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 And nope, with... Nope. He utters a syllable, and it doesn't sound like his voice. It's this very deep, otherworldly, ethereal sound. And with a, with a particularly unpleasant crunching noise, he breaks Krogash's neck and throws his body to the side. <gasps> oh, no! Wait! Fuck! Oh, snap. Fuck. Wait. Literally. Then... You watch as he takes a Wait. knee and begins to pray. Shit. And from the air in front of the father, a spectral outline begins to appear of a long chain. And attached to this chain is a massive bell carved in, well carved in religious runes and he reaches into the ether and grasps this chain and pulls it and as he pulls it it ceases to become a spectral form and becomes physical what and this bell is pretty sizable like to get think of the witch king's mace but a bit bigger and he is now holding this this thing and he turns and his eyes are still glowing this otherworldly green and he speaks again directed at uh, I guess it would be Treble and Herman and Red um, come with me brothers it's time to hunt and the bell rings once and it just sends a, a wave of cold through your body mm. and he strides off into the darkness back up the stairs mm -hmm. uh. Uh. <laughs> fuck uh uh so does he expect does he expect us to follow him it's not clear or was i mean it sounds like that right it seems like it yeah. sure seems like it the just that i got I'm just gonna roll. I'm gonna roll something um, for myself here. Um, just, just, uh, just for myself. Uh, the little angel image goes away. I'm gonna say I lost concentration when I saw a so uh, man get his neck broken in front of me, and then this fucking priest do this shit. I am. I am a boy from the forest. <laughs> I'm scared. I've never I'm just seen a this. Poor boy. Shit. I'm from the forest. <laughs> just a poor boy. Um, this is this is terrifying to Red and I'm um, full of sympathy. And the silent image disappears. Loses concentration on that. Um, yeah, uh, very very scared. So. The office of the friar is right next to the magical repository. Correct. Okay. All right. Trevor. <laughs> I said it myself. <laughs> Fucking <damn>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. I hate Amazing. you all so much Amazing. right now. <laughs> so, Treble. <laughs> 
so Treble's not losing sight on what the ultimate goal of this whole thing is here. Like he knows that the the reason they're all here is to help Ernest. So he knows that this has to get done, but he is also really worried about his friends. So he's going to turn and look at Red and Herman and Hattie Anderson. And with the most stoic face you've ever seen on Treble, he turns and looks at them and in a hushed tone says, I need you to go find Kitty now. Once you find Kitty, get out of here. I will go find the antidote. I will meet you back at the front entrance. If you don't see me in 15 minutes, get the fuck out of here. And as he does that, he looks at base, kind of crouches down, scratches the top of his head, and says, I love you, buddy, but I need you to stay with them. And he um, takes out his... Uh, he takes out his harmonica that he has and he begins walking the other direction towards the mag- magical repository and he is going to go up to the door and is going to look at all them and just say, run. And he casts knock on the door. Um, and the spell knock is... Um, it unlocks the door, but um, so it uh, quickly that I can choose an object or a door or a box or a chest that I can see if it's um, held shut by a mundane lock. It is unlocked automatically if it's chosen um, or if it has an arcane lock, uh, then it will be the arcane lock is suppressed for 10 minutes and um, I can open the door. So I, oh, but oh. the only downside is it casts or it um, when I cast the spell, a really loud knock, as if I'm knocking on the door, and it's audible from 300 feet away, oh, uh, emanates fuck. from the door. Goodness! Wow. wow. So he knows he doesn't have a lot of time. So None if he of does us this have quick, time. I know, but this is. He knows, like, there's not going to be another time for us to get into this magical repository. Yeah. This, this is it. Um, so he, he quickly, if assuming that works, he opens the door and qu- as quietly as he can, he closes it behind uh, him. I'm going to cast message while you do that. Um, uh, fuck. I have to be able to see you, though. I, I, Invisible. I want... Unless unless knock is a concentration spell. Knock is not a concentration Great. spell. Great, still invisible. Yeah, yeah, you're invisible. Okay. Um, don't. Because I can't drop. I can't drop it. I'm not the one that casts. Yeah. It. Okay. Nope. So Trouble I can't. And Kitty have the radios. <laughs> I can't message you. Um, yep. I'm gonna do something else then. I. No. So yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm quickly before you say something, Dan. I would have given one of us the radio. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no, no offense to either of you. I would have given Hattie Anderson. <laughs> <video>. <laughs> I see how it is. 
so I w- before I left, left, I would have said here and given Hattie Anderson the radio. You fall off one balcony and people stop trusting you. <laughs> you have one, you know, uh, altered personality that murders everything. <laughs> and people don't trust you. Um, in that case, I can't communicate with Katie. Um, I am going to just real quick because I assume I am like right next to Krogash's body. Um, mm-hmm. Try to take whatever he had. If he had managed to grab something from the office, I want to be able to bring it back. If he has any, oh, I'm, like. I'm so glad you were going to do that because I was going to go try to sneak into the office. Okay. And, uh, if he has he any, like. At least. Uh, important looking stuff in his pockets or anything like that. I want to try to grab that shit off of him. Okay, so tucked into his jacket pocket is a leather satchel uh, which is marked with the Abbey symbol. Okay. Um, There is also a small uh, like thick paper like uh, almost like cardstock uh little almost like a little booklet and if you open it up you see a picture of an adolescent hobgoblin oh my god Um, is this his child do we just watch a dad get killed oh we definitely just watched a dad get killed red is absolutely gonna abs he's he's not okay um uh we're going to need therapy after this. Red needs therapy really bad right now. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he takes the stuff. If it's I too heavy, I can dial it back. I just... No. No, no, no. The heavier no. the better. No. 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 It's okay. good. I just... Red was already going to be upset from watching a person die that he wanted to not die. So... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um... Red's, Red's now going to look into adoption for hobgoblins. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I, Red cannot be a father. He is not responsible. I I should have mentioned this earlier, but one of the constructs, the one that was in the office, went off with the father. Oh, thank God. The other one is still out there somewhere. But um. um, Should I roll something to see if I'm able to grab this stuff without, like, other monks being suspicious uh yeah you can roll stealth for that come on come on friends 17 that that is sufficient um and then i'm just gonna i'm just gonna look to my friends and see if they have any idea where kitty is because i was told to get kitty and frankly i am a child following instructions at this moment um so i'm gonna interject here to add in two things um the first is that while the or just as this is finished your radio uh starts to make noise and you hear the sound of merriman saying something um specifically you hear merriman here uh car pulling up to the front gate i may have to i may have to bail I may be discovered up here. And the second thing you hear is the the PA system. And you hear the father saying, Team Mantis has arrived. 
Please, co <laughs> please coordinate your search with them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cool, 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 cool. Did people that I'm hiding in real. the room that I'm hiding in notice the the stupid thing go off? Oh, uh, the the knock. No, the radio. Well, Both. the radio and yeah. the knock. The knock. Oh, yeah. They definitely heard, but they're not really sure where it came from, just because sound really carries in these very echoey hallways. Uh, they also pr did hear the radio, but kind of the same story it's kind of just a faint crackling and they work with chemicals all day so you kind of lucked out on that one great mabel great <laughs> i mean i'm just gonna throw this out that you could turn down the volume on your radio <laughs> you could turn your radio off yeah i mean it's hidden it's like turned down and it's hidden inside my clothes but still um uh, I, 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 ah, Mabel, what are you doing here? How did you get here? Are you Mabel? Um, I am going to go from my hiding spot and I'm just gonna, gonna go sort of close to the gnome and just whisper Mabel <laughs> just to see if they react. You're scared of shit out of <laughs> Just like... Uh, the entity that appears to be Mabel kind of turns around and looks around her. Um, but I, she, it's dark in there though, so she can't really, my, I don't think gnomes have dark vision. Do they have dark vision? It wouldn't matter. I'm invisible. Yeah. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter then. Um. Does she seem to, is she it just like, she, oh, I hear a whisper, or does she react like, what the fuck, how do you know my name react? Uh, a little <laughs> of both. Like an insight check. Yeah, that, that, that's oh, more fuck. of an insight check, that's a good call. Great, fine. Uh, 18 plus Ooh. 4, 22. Uh, it's definitely a little of both. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get out of here because I heard that knock and I need to know what's going on. I know that they were looking for the guy. I probably heard the PA system. I'm going to go out into the hallway and see what I see in the hallway. Do I see my friends being stupid? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. You see a terrible scene in front of you. In hell. How many of them are not my friends here? Uh, four. There are four other monks present currently but that we don't see any that that construct that was in the hallway we so the construct anything. went back into the other laboratory and disappeared from view so did they, any of the other monks say anything when i cast knock or was it just kind of are they kind of like with the hustle and bustle of what's going on are they just kind of did they kind of ignore it one of them comments i I don't know that they would be in there. Just to be sure. And that's what Treble would say as he as he walks away. Can't be too safe. Got to protect everything. Roll persuasion. Oh, please don't fail me now. Please, Dice. You should be good at oh, that. thank fucking Christ. 
Persuasion is going to be a 23. Nice. Okay. The guy's like, oh, I, I suppose you're right. Yes, you, yes, you can't be too careful when it comes to comes to things like this. Okay. I do want to know, and I think the listeners want to know, what Treble is doing in that room with the door closed. <laughs> well, I mean, if he if he goes in there, I mean, if or if Kitty sees him go in there, she's like, "Fuck, I need. We all need to get in there." Because that's where Ernest, we think Ernest's thing is. And there's a bunch of magical shit in there that we can stick in our pockets and bags and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, I Kitty wouldn't it's... see him go in there because Kitty's off in the other yeah. room. Yeah, Kitty. No, Kitty came out into the hallway. Did you after come out like, immediately left. after the knock? Yeah, you, you said. I came like right as the knock yeah. happened. Like I would have been like, hear the knock. I would have gone over gun Mabel. And yeah, then, I would have. I would have been and in. Then the, been like, watch the. Well, okay, I d- it depends. Well, you had to have that. You had to have that conversation. The conversation first, happened before the, the knock. Yeah. Not that conversation. The conversation with the monk that just happened. I mean, yeah, our timeline is all over. That the place. was a retcon. Ta- yeah, we we jumped back in time for that. That was something that I said, like as I was leaving. I didn't take ex- any extra time on that. I mean, yeah, we went back in time to do that convo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But still, she would be like, I have to get in there. Especially now that everything's going to shit. I mean, you are invisible, and the door is now unlocked for the next, like, ten minutes, so you can slip in there But does she know that the door is unlocked? No. No, but if she talks to us... Technically, we're supposed to be headed to go get... Yeah, you you all are... (laughs) That's the last thing Trouble said before I told you to get Kitty Kitty and you come out into the hallway to see me... And Herman going, okay, where should we look for Kitty? She's around here somewhere. <laughs> Herman's just walking around whispering, Kitty, are you there? Kitty, Kitty, are you there? <laughs> and now you can react to that situation because we can no longer do anything. You are invisible. Hattie's just face the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Hattie at this point is just trying to look as unobtrusive as possible. Um, as much as possible for for a tall Goliath woman. I imagine Hattie's weighing the life decisions that she made <laughs> to bring her to this situation. <laughs> Did I make the wrong choices? No reward is worth this. <laughs> it's a very fraught inner monologue <laughs> that she's been having, to say the least. Okay, so as I enter the room, what what do I see? Okay, so... You see uh, a number of shelves that uh, shelves kind of on both sides of the on all walls of the room, I should say. And there are little baskets or open topped boxes that are each labeled uh, with like kind of like a library filing system. Um, and they seem to be arranged by size. So immediately to your left, there are smaller containers that have like little brooches or, you know, rings, small stuff. And then things get progressively larger. So on the furthest right side of the room, there are a number of like pole arms, like spears, halberds. Uh, you also see a number of hats that have little 
tags on them denoting various magical properties. Uh, you see several pieces of armor. Uh, you see an ornately carved grappling hook. He said, "Gee!" I immediately grab um, that grappling hook and I say, "Kitty would really like this." <laughs> he said, looking directly at the camera. Uh, right. There's a suit of armor that changes color, and I'm like, "Ooh, that speaks to me." Well, that's that's what I was gonna say next. One of the suits of armor is kind of rotating, rotating through some different colors. Um, okay. So, first and foremost, hold, hold on. That might have been our door. One second. No, it was actually our cat trying to get out of the bedroom, and I'm gonna just let her out real quick. Wait. The cat cast knock. The cat cast knock. Just live with it. The cat is there. <laughs> like my hands are like actively sweating. I'm like that involved in this story today. Like Jesus yeah, Christ. Same. Like Scully. Come here, baby. Here, Kiki, Kiki. Yo, Kiki, Kiki. Cats on strike. What do we want? We don't know. When do we want it? Now. <laughs> no, not now. You didn't do it exactly when I did it. Now I want to stay. <laughs> okay, so. First and foremost, I'm going to look for um, anything that has, like, specifically the areas that would be, like, potions or, like, vials of liquid, because he's assuming that that's what the antidote is going to be, is some sort of liquid. So he's going to kind of head over to that section and, like, kind of quickly scan through and see if he can find... I mean, you said they're all labeled, right? Uh, yes. So he'll quickly scan through and try and find... I mean, he doesn't know what the antidote would be called, but he's kind of looking for just maybe the antidote section, and then he can kind of go from there. The antidote's actually a Flintstones chewable. (laughs) (laughs) The most powerful substance known to man. (laughs) So yeah, he would try and find the antidote section, and then kind of go from there. Okay, so there is a small section of this room that is devoted to just general healing potions. And unfortunately, the way that they're labeled, it's more, it's less of what they are and more of like, almost like a Dewey Decimal System sort of thing. So you're able to find like hex and curse cures, but you have no idea which which hexes or curses they cure sort of thing okay about how many bottles are there five okay he's just gonna grab all five he doesn't care okay he's just i mean if if this is what like he doesn't want to grab the five and then the antidote's like down the down the thing so he wants to be sure that it's one of these five but if it's one of those five he doesn't really care he'll just grab all five yeah, we'll just pour each of them in Ernest's mouth and cross every. <laughs> well, mouth. I figure the doctor has a better idea of what these will do than Treble will. That's true. He, Maybe the doctor can analyze it. He's only a porn doctor, but yeah. <laughs> hey, Treble is a man of He's science. Whether doctor. it's porn science or regular science, <laughs> Treble's a man of science. Uh, and then, so he's gonna grab those, put it in his pocket, and then, um. The next thing he's going to do is he's going to try and find... Um, you mentioned that there was some hats. There's potential there. He's going to... A hat might work, but particularly maybe like a pair of sandals or a pair of shoes. Um, 
something that would make him run really fast. Even if it's for like a short window. Like uh there are a pair of flip flops uh on one of the shelves. Uh can they be crocs? <laughs> oh uh yes. There are a pair of baby blue crocs. Perfect. Uh, nice. So Treble is going to are, are they I'm are they labeled with anything? Do I do I know that they're gonna make me faster or am I just putting on a pair of crocs? <laughs> <laughs> There's just all these magical items and a pair of Crocs. Uh, I mean, you don't really know what any of this stuff does. Okay. Like, in in general, you know it enhances something about you. It's not like one of those <laughs> cursed pairs of Crocs. <laughs> so all Crocs? All Crocs, yeah. So um, Treble's going to put on his baby blue Crocs. Um, that whole... Real quick... <laughs> When when Treble puts on the Crocs, he can feel his virginity restored. <laughs> you mean confirm, reconfirm that he still has it? Something he never lost in the first place. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to chime in. Uh, okay, so he's also going to. There's something like almost like a voice in the back of his mind that when he looks at the armor. He's just feels compelled to grab that the the color changing armor, so he's gonna grab that really quickly and slide it on. He's just uh, gonna grab a whole suit of armor really quickly. <laughs> remember who, who maybe, you are. For those who maybe did not listen to our Halloween special, That's, these are references to things that we got in the Halloween special. <laughs> so you should all listen to Halloween special. It's pretty good. It's great. Uh, and then he's also going to grab the grappling hook, and he just feels like his backup plan, this could actually come in handy incredibly well. So he takes that, and he kind of, um, he has it that in that and the armor. He didn't put the armor on, Bobby made a good point. I'm not putting on a whole suit of armor right now, that'd be bullshit. Um, so I'm just going to kind of hold the armor and I'm assuming it's like chainmail armor. It's not like, is it plate armor? It's plate armor, if I remember right. Yeah, I don't remember I mean, which I one I said. Envision it, to be honest. I'm almost certain it was plate. Well, how, that was in that was also none in the Halloween special. Henry, in this episode, what kind remember. of armor is this? Is this chainmail <laughs> or is this plate armor? Well played. Please well, plate. well, well plate. Um, that's what i will say i i will say plate okay so yeah then he won't put it on he'll just he'll just carry it um and then he'll have the grappling hook and now it is time for oh oh i did forget one other one other implement from the aforementioned halloween episode is present and it is the carved spear that uh everyone's favorite grandma used grandma it was a cool ass spear yeah, that was a cool ass spear um, that was a cool ass grandma yeah yeah, yeah. At, least, yeah. at least that evil bucket isn't here <laughs> or is it no <laughs> no it is not here uh a bucket wanna... it's a oh go ahead <laughs> oh sorry i was gonna say do you want to transition to the others outside before i start the ruckus yeah I why don't 
I mean, I'm definitely going in there. Yeah. Why don't we transition to the out to the outside? Um, Red, what are you doing? I am talking to Herman, trying to establish where are we gonna go to find Kitty. Okay. I mean, I don't know. She's invisible. Don't. I, I guess we just wander around and whisper her name, and hopefully she finds us. I There's guess? also other monks around. Yes. So I'm gonna go ahead and create another silent image, sixty feet away again. <laughs> of what's this uh, one? The ghost of of Krogash. <laughs> oh snap! And be like, what's that? <laughs> and try to get these monks away from us. Herman goes, oh god, it's another ghost. <laughs> <Run away again. laughs> Herman. Uh, we need to have another talk to Herman about how magic works. <laughs> well, you definitely distracted some of the monks because one of them, like, as soon as they see the the spectral image of Krogash, one of them like th- th- chucks a throwing star that he like had in the hood of his or in the sleeve of his hat of his monk's robe. Okay. And another one. Uh, makes a gesture and a, and a little tiny fireball shoots out at it. I'm gonna need them to roll. Fireball ninjas. I'm gonna need them to roll to see if they hit it or not. Can they hit it? Well, if they do, it will go through it and they will realize it is an illusion. If they do not, then they won't realize. First it's an one is a ten. I, should I just use my own stats? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, a 10 doesn't hit. Uh, what about an 18? That does. Okay, the fireball so the fire goes hits through it. it. So it goes through. Do they need to like roll insight or something to know if they can tell the difference between an illusion and a ghost? That's true. Okay, uh, one what second a, here. What do they know about ghosts? <laughs> well, that... what do these monks at this church devoted to taking away magic things from people... <laughs> What do they know no, about, about illusions? <laughs> um, this says a creature can use its action to examine the image um, and determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence slash investigation check against your spell save DC. Okay. So make them make intelligence checks. Great. Oh, wow. But since they have to use an action to do the investigate and they both use an action to attack it, that kind of buys us a little time. It does buy us some time. So one rolled a five and one rolled a 19. That one knows it's an illusion. The other one believes it is a real ghost. Brother, this is only trickery. There are japes afoot. This is a sham, a flim-flam, a construction. And how many... um... There's just two monks? Well, just two saw it. There's still a couple that are that are around. This is what's going well, on all this has been as happening. Kitty enters I'm going towards the hallway. Yeah, yeah uh, while all of this is happening, I see those idiots. I'm like, they're doing their job of distracting. I'm going to go, because I don't know the door has been opened, I'm going to go try and figure out if I can pick the arcane lock and then probably discover that the door is just fucking open. Ah, Okay. <laughs> So you basically, as soon as you put like pressure on the door handle, if that's what you're doing, you realize that there's not any tension and it just like 
clicks open. Well, fuck. Okay. I, she will just push her way in and go in there because she doesn't know that Trouble's in there. Okay. So uh, Trouble so sees the... the door open and then subsequently, cl- I'm assuming you close it behind you. Um, I, I mean, I would try, but I'd also try to just make it seem innocuous as possible since I'm invisible. So he'll, the first thing he'll do is just end invisibility. That's before he says anything or doesn't, tries to give himself away. If that hap, uh, to see if that happens, if it's Kitty, and obviously it is. So your invisibility is now ended. What the fuck? Why did you drop the invisibility? I had to make sure it was you and not somebody else from this other place that can do magic too. What if it, what? What if it wasn't me? What if it was somebody else? And then I had been somewhere else. And then... <laughs> then I would just be discovered. Well, then it's a good thing that that didn't happen. Here, take these. And he hands you the grappling hook. And he's... Cool. And she is just going to start... She's going to pull her backpack over and go towards anything that looks interesting. She's just grabbing anything off the shelves. She is just shoving stuff that will fit in a backpack. Daggers, potions. Treble's really jealous, and he's like, no, fuck this shit. And he goes over to the shelves and starts shoveling stuff into his pockets. He doesn't have a bag, but he's just trying to oh fill boy. his pockets. <laughs> okay. They're both going full one yeah. on a writer. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to go over what I grab. We can talk about it later. But that she is just grabbing as much as she can, as fast as she can. And then she's just going to be like, can you make us both invisible again? Or be invisible again? I mean, I could make you invisible again, but that's... I can only make one person invisible. I haven't... Well, it seems like they don't c- c- care about you just walking in here, but th- th- they don't know I'm in here. Listen, you are... Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Well, You're okay. both in monk yeah. robes, right? Yeah, but they, they yeah, saw but me... nobody saw me yeah, go in. if she walks okay. out. That's okay. the whole reason I went in there. Um, I mean, we could pull a Star Wars and be like, we have to take this prisoner to subsection B. <laughs> and then we shoot the radio because we're really because bad Because it was a boring this. conversation anyway. Uh, Thank you, Henry. I got Thank you. you. <laughs> okay, so I have a plan. You're really not going to like it, but we need... To- when have I ever liked Were you about friends? to say the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? <laughs> I was not, but okay. now I'm going to. Damn it! Um, <laughs> no, uh, he's like, we just need to get outside. If we can get outside, this should hopefully work. Oh, and we have to stop by the prisoner cell. Um, I have a friend who might be able to help us in there. And he, so Treble is grabbing things like small items. He's obviously not wanting to fill his pockets with big things that could potentially weigh him down if he has to run. Rings, yeah, jewelry, rings, jewelry, anything. Anything like that. Something that I could go to this uh, Frankie Fourfingers and be like, hey, can you get rid of this and give me gold for? <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I give you magic, you give me you gold. Give me gold eh? Eh? Um, and potentially all, uh, he knows the value of um, paperwork. So if there's any like any documents or, you know, like a large... Spell scrolls. Yeah, or anything like mm. that. He's going to just try and grab any that he can, like fold them up and put them in his pocket too. But he's not going to take much time. He's just going to grab quickly what he sees and then he's going to turn around and be like, all right, this is my this is my last powerful spell, so let's make it count. 
remember, don't shoot yeah, or get shot and you'll be fine. And he... I, it was it was working so far. And he casts and he touches her forehead and casts invisibility. And he's like, okay. And then you just still see her hand reaching out and grabbing things. <laughs> yeah, things disappear into, into her backpack. Like cups, daggers. Okay, okay. enough looting. We, ha- we have to go now. And... I go and I kind of push the door open and I walk out and I say, "Uh, brother red and a br- uh, brother blue, uh, brother uh, <laughs> Perman, uh, we must uh, you idiot. W- there's nothing in there. Let's uh go ahead and uh, proceed forward and find the friar. Maybe he has something for us to As do." As you walk out with a large spear. And a full set of I did armor. not take the spear. I did not take the spear. Um, but yeah, that's a good point about the you, armor. I'm getting frightening flashbacks armor. to when a large bag of gold was presented and it was left behind. And you just left behind. <laughs> but that's okay. Wait, would Kitty grab the spear? Fine, I'll take yeah. the. I'll fucking take the spear. Yeah, yeah it'll be invisible. Trouble doesn't have a bag. That's why he wouldn't do any of this. I mean, a spear's not going to fit in a fucking bag, but. But you're invisible, so you can She's, carry it, and anything it's that not you seen. carry is invisible yeah. with you. Yeah. Great. So I'll fucking take the spear. I'm like, uh, let's. Uh, shall we? Shall we walk? And I just, without even talking to the other monks, I just, at a semi-brisk pace. It's kind of one of those scenes where, like, you know, they the person's like walking away, like, and then eventually they just like full-on run um, once they get far enough down. But yeah, are are the other because they're full of rings and (laughs) are the other monks like sufficiently distracted by my ghost that they're not going to question this armored monk? Now that they've seen that it is in fact just an illusion. Well, one of them thinks it's real. (laughs) One of them is quite enthralled. The other one is not paying any attention to it whatsoever. And is, in fact, giving you kind of a quizzical glance. So when that happens, I point to one of the other two monks, and I go, he did it! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm willing to roll persuasion. Roll persuasion. <laughs> I would like to give the help action to give him advantage, and just be like, yeah, I saw him. He he was doing, he was real suspicious. <laughs> well, that's convincing. Uh <laughs> Suspicious, don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Okay. We got... Fuck. I got 11. Oh. With advantage? With advantage. Oh, I rolled no. a 10 and then a 4. <laughs> no. No. The monk does not believe you for a moment and uh, puts up his fists. You hear the sound of footsteps coming down the the stairs in front of you there is an incredibly fit furbolg wearing a boonie sort of bush hat like a cowboy hat but it's got like the two brims attached to the it's it's definitely like a crocodile dundee it's a, hat, right? yeah it's a crocodile okay. dundee hat perfect okay. uh you can see embroidered onto this Furbolg's jacket, there is a tiny little image of a mantis in kind of a combative oh, no. posture. 
one of the monks notices this individual and immediately turns and salutes and says, uh, Brother Q, I see you've returned from your expedition. Of course I've returned, you fucker. Now then, what are you doing with that armor? That's not armor. This is armor. That's not, that's not an armor. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Our cast, as always, was Henry Rogland as our dungeon master, Dan Rogland as Red, Bobby K. Kuffner as Kitty Bradley, Herman Cranberry was voiced by Nathan Pierce, and Jordan Fugit was the voice of Treble. Huge thank you to Dan Rogland for taking over the producing and editing of this episode so I could take a much-needed vacation. Head over and check out their podcast, Bible Stories for Blasphemers. It's a really fun take on Christian stories as told by ex-Christians and being listened to by somebody who has never heard any of the Bible stories at all. So make sure to go check it out. It's good fun. Thank you for everybody who participated in our giveaway. We announced those winners, and I actually received all the items today. So those will be sent out to all the winners. So thank you for for participating, and we hope you enjoy our products. But if you didn't get a chance to win our giveaways, uh, we have one that's always going on. If you want to be a part of our world, make sure to go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we'll get the name of a person, a place, or a magical item. We even have a couple of our submissions that are regularly used NPCs. So if you want to bring your ideas to life on our show, we would really love to hear from you. And we also want to know just how we're doing. Otherwise, head over to Twitter at m for magiccast or on Instagram at dial underscore M underscore podcast. In the meantime, we look forward to seeing your reviews on Apple Podcast, and we'll have our next episode coming at you on Thanksgiving in the USA on November 25th. We look forward to seeing you then.